What's up, guys? I'm Zach, your host of the Aux Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom to jumpstart your life. 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. Let's plug in. What's up, guys? Do you ever feel like bad moods are taking over your life and that hanging around certain people can even trigger your bad moods? Like you're you're feeding off of other people's negativity and sometimes you realize it and sometimes you don't. Psychologists actually call this an emotional contagion, kind of like what's going on now with the coronavirus, that you can actually catch a bad mood, which is fucking crazy. Um, Something that I intuitively knew, but never actually took the time to think about this until I was reading this article and and I'll link it in the description. But basically there are three steps to catching an emotional contagion. So the first step is that you have non-conscious mimicry, which is you copy the cues of other people without even realizing it. So if you're with a friend and, you know, he starts frowning or, or pouting and, you're hanging around him, you're spending a lot of time, then as a cue, you start picking up unconsciously those cues that your friend is doing. And as a result of that, you go into the second stage, which is feedback. So your body does a cue, like maybe you frown, maybe you pout, uh, maybe your shoulders slump, your body language because you're seeing your friend do it. And then your body follows that and your sorry, your mind follows your body. So you're doing a cue and then you start to feel the emotion of that cue. So if you're if you have bad posture, you're frowning, you actually start to feel sad. If, if you just smile, you can start to feel happy. If you frown, you can feel sad. This is something that's been proven that you're your mind can follow the emotional cues of your body. And then three, the third stage is that you start to share that experience with the person and you become in sync. So it's like this feedback loop from hell if it's it's based in negative emotion. So you copy your partner, you start to feel what your partner feels, and then you guys get in sync to where when you're happy, you're happy. When you're sad, you're sad. when they're feeling a certain way, you're feeling a certain way, you're feeding off of each other. And many times people don't realize this. Being in a bad mood affects your productivity, your sex drive, your relationships. You're, you're looking through a shitty lens of life. And I know what that's like to be in a, a period, even if it's just for a day, especially right now in quarantine, where you wake up and you think that you're... Th- you're thinking clearly and you don't realize that you are looking through a lens of negative emotion. You're looking through a lens where everything just seems a little bit duller and it could be because you're in a bad mood and not all bad moods are formed through relationships. This could happen on your own. Like when you're solo in quarantine, if you're feeling anxious or sad or depressed, You don't have to be feeding off of someone for a bad mood. That's just one way to happen. So what can you do for bad moods? It's it's tough to break out of, but there are some things that can help you get back into a more positive outlook, the the way that you see things. 
So if you're in a relationship, you can leave the other person temporarily. And, and by that, I don't mean taking a break. I mean, if that person, if you're spending a lot of time with that person right now, especially in quarantine, and they may be feeling sad or upset, or maybe they're just in a negative mood or throwing a tantrum, tantrum, something like that, where they're just noticeably pissed. You don't have to stay around them. It's it's hard to get away in quarantine, but you can leave temporarily by going for a walk or going into another room, just letting that other person cool off so that you're not absorbing their negative emotions and you don't start to mimic it. And then it doesn't destroy your whole day. You you don't become unproductive for a day because you're feeding off of that person's negativity. You can always you always have the option of leaving, which is something that I learned from my mom. My my dad is a lot better now, but he did have a lot of anger issues in the past and, and is still dealing with it a lot of ways. And when I was younger, my mom stuck around a lot and she would finish these arguments and it would make the whole entire house tense. And lately she's been basically saying, all right, like Mike, my, my dad's name, I'm going to, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm going to come back in 30 minutes and then like you better be in a better mood when I get back so we can actually talk about this. So my mom will just peace the fuck out, leave, do whatever she wants. And it's not in like a petty way. She's not like, fuck you, like you're a piece of shit. She's literally just like, all right, I'm going to leave now. Um, you can figure out your shit. And then when I come back, we're going to actually talk. So you, so you always have the option of leaving temporarily. If it's a toxic relationship and you're constantly in this negative feedback loop and you're, you're constantly in a bad mood and, and you think that it has something to do with the other person where they just, for whatever reason, your values just aren't aligning, then you may want to think about leaving that person permanently. And it sucks to think about, but I've been in a relationship that has been toxic in the past. And when you're in it, it's hard to see that. But looking back on it, there are definitely reasons uh, there are definitely things that I do better now because I'm not in that relationship I'm not I'm not in that environment anymore and I can see it more clearly and again it's hard to see when you're in the middle of it but if you're constantly in that bad mood negativity maybe that other person makes you feel like shit in order to make you stay maybe they insult you all the time or they bring you down or they make you think you're not worth as much as you are then I would think about leaving if you're at work, if you're with a coworker or you're at a job and, and you're surrounded by maybe you're in a a part of the office where people are just negative, like for whatever reason, you're stuck at a corner where people just fucking suck. You can you can ask to move if your boss will allow it. If you are in a discussion during lunch or something at work and your coworkers are bitching and complaining and all they ever do is argue and complain about shit and, and you start to feed off of that and you take that into your day. You can always find a different group of friends at work. Or if the if if that's most of the people at your office, if you feel like it's a toxic work environment in general where everyone's being negative all, all the time, then I would suggest looking for another job if you can swing it financially because nothing's worse than being stuck with a group of people who just don't find fucking enthusiasm about life and they're not positive and they don't have a good outlook that that will drain you in the long term there it's hard to escape when you're constantly surrounded by people like that 
it's really is an emotional contagion. You will you will feel upset and negative by just hanging around negative people. When I'm feeling upset by myself, my go-tos are going for walks outside, just going outside, especially in quarantine for 30 minutes, listening to music, listening to a podcast, listening to nothing. It is incredible how much of a difference it makes. And right before I go outside, I always think, all right, I don't feel like going outside. I just want to stay in my apartment. Those are the times when you need to go outside the most. And I always think, oh, this isn't going to help. I'm going to feel the same. And then you know, 20 minutes into my walk outside, I think this problem isn't that bad, or this is going to get better, or I start to see things in a new way. You can also work out. I work out around 5 or 6 p.m. every day in my apartment. You can do body weight exercises if you don't have weights. You can do body weight circuits. I, I like doing it in circuit style. I, I was lucky enough to get my hands on a pair of dumbbells. So I do use dumbbells and resistance bands. But even if you don't have weights, you can get creative by using things around your apartment. And if I am feeling stressed out or if I am feeling in a negative mood, I've never regretted a workout. I've never regretted sweating and, and getting after it physically. Even when I don't feel like doing it before, Every time I miss a workout, I always think, fuck, I should have worked out. But every time I do work out, I never think, oh, I shouldn't have worked out. It's always, oh, I'm, I'm so fucking glad I worked out. Uh, you can also listen to music. I, I listen to music in quarantine. You, you can change your mood with music. Just listening to something upbeat and positive, whatever that is for you, whether it's Bob Marley or Jess Glynn or Porter Robinson, Pick an artist that makes you feel happy and just listen to that artist. You can do it in the background while you're working, or you can just take a break and listen to positive music and also a podcast. There there are different strains of podcasting. Some people are more dramatic and, and they, they talk about their problems. And if you're feeling depressed, it may not be great to listen to unless you want to feel more depressed. But then there are other podcasters that are super positive and that are always looking on the bright side. So take a listen to those podcasts that make you feel good about yourself, that, that that person is just cheery and happy. One of the podcasts that I love is Good For You by Whitney Cummings. I listen to her a lot when, when I'm working out and also when I just want to relax and feel good because she has a happy, upbeat way of looking at life. And she's always excited, super excited for every single guest. It's like the best thing ever when she talks about her guests because she's so uh, contagiously excited. It, it works the other way too. When people are happy about what they're doing, you also feel happy. And so I definitely get that from Whitney Cummings podcast. The last thing I would say helps you break out of that cycle of negativity is to stop blaming other people for your problems. So this is something that I will go into in more depth on a future podcasts, but I, I want to bring in a quote from Leo Tolstoy, which is, quote, a bad mood is often the reason for blaming others, but very often blaming others causes bad feelings in us. The more we blame others, the worse we feel. So the reason that we're upset may be because we're just blaming everyone else for our problems. And then in an attempt to medicate ourselves and make ourselves feel better, we blame more people. So it's like another negative feedback loop from hell it reminds me of that scene from austin powers with fat bastard where he says i eat because i'm unhappy and I, i'm unhappy because i eat 
And it's that, that same thing. You, you, you blame people because you're unhappy and you're unhappy because you blame people. So accepting responsibility for things in your life, being accountable and saying, all right, everything that's not in my control, fuck it. But the things that I can control, I'm going to take full ownership over that is a cure for being in that negative emotional veil, being in that shitty lensed world. So I I hope that helps and I, I hope that gives you some things to kind of think about and, and get out of that negative cycle. And I will see you guys tomorrow.